Hello everyone. Now the purpose of this podcast is to help you to refine yourself, equip you to overcome your pain, fears and limitations that you may live in the truth of who you were created to be. We achieve this through what we call the four pillars to overcome. Today's episode features under two of those pillars. The first pillar, acknowledge. Stop lying to yourself about your issues. Now in this pillar, we dismantle lies, we liberate ourselves from false narratives. We liberate ourselves from the noise of social media, society, mainstream media and other people's opinions. In this pillar, we, we understand that it is only the truth that will set you free. So it is important that we get to the heart of the issue and discover what the truth really is. The second pillar is accept. Despite people and circumstances, it is your choice to overcome. In this pillar, we understand that personal responsibility and taking ownership of your own life is the key to a wholesome you with a wholesome lifestyle. In the accept pillar, we no longer use or blame our world structures and systems or other people or the phrase, that's just who I am, as an excuse to not improve ourselves. Yes, you read the title right, the myth of white privilege, pretty privilege and all kinds of privilege. Let me just preface this argument with this, that in her final words to me before I moved to Hungary and eventually the UK, my grandmother would say to me, my child, do not forget where you come from. Unfortunately, as the years have gone by, I did forget where I come from. And I just want to share with you a little bit about where I come from so you can understand the perspective that I bring today. See, I come from Zimbabwe and I grew up in uh, poverty-stricken areas. In fact, we were so poor that at one point my family chose to buy this candle-making machine because we don't have electricity 24-7 in Zimbabwe. So every single household needs candles as, uh, as for light when electricity goes. So my family thought, hey, this is a business making opportunity. So they bought a, a candle machine that would make 10, can 10 candles at a time. I was about 10 years old at the time and my cousins and I would literally go to the market square to sell these candles and would have to sell them a slightly cheaper than the supermarkets and the shops. So we would literally be in the market square screaming, a dollar per candle, a dollar per candle. Hey, come on, candle, candle, a dollar per candle. <laughs> and even when I was younger than that, um, my family, we had like loads of fields. We did, we did quite a bit of farming, vegetation, things like that. So my grandmother would grow uh, pumpkin leaves. And my cousins and I would, maybe eight years old, we would carry a whole basket with loads of bunches of pumpkin leaves and we walk up and down the streets shouting, three dollars a bundle, three dollars a bundle, trying to get our neighbors' attention just so they could buy these vegetables as a way to support our income as a household. And luckily my grandmother was dearly loved in our community. So they would always ask, oh, who, whose who's, uh, vegetables are those? And then we would say my grandmother and they would say, oh, come, we love her. They would give us the $3, we'd move on to the next shoes and start shouting, $3 per bando, pumpkin leaves. Even one time I shared a bedroom. I cannot even call it a bedroom in all honesty because we did not even have a bed. We had a floor. We had the floor as our bed. 
I shared that room with my 100-year-old great-grandmother, my 20-something-year-old auntie, and a cousin who was just a little, a few years younger than me. So that was a room with, what, four people sleeping on the floor. That's the kind of country and area that I grew up in. And while we were poor, I can honestly say I had an amazing childhood. I look back at my childhood memories with just appreciation of the way I grew up. It brings me so much joy. I'm so fond of the way that I grew up. However, as I've moved to Hungary and the UK and have now become more westernized, I realized that unfortunately I did forget where I came from and I became um, part of this western movement where most of what we do is we complain. For example, black people would complain about white privilege. Now, I'm not saying racism doesn't exist. Hear me and hear me well. Racism exists in this society, male privilege exists in this society, pretty privilege exists in this society. There's, there are all kinds of privileges and I agree. I'm not saying they don't exist, but what I am saying is we overemphasize those systems and privileges in our lives. We give them far too much more credit as to the reason why we are unhappy with our lives. The title says the myth of privilege. Now, let me define myth. Or if you go on Google, it gives you different definitions of the word myth. The particular definition in terms of this podcast is an exaggerated or idealized conception of a person or thing. Myth, an exaggerated and or idealized conception of a person or thing. Perspective is everything. Western society has its own issues. But my gosh, when I look back at the way that I grew up in Zimbabwe and even the ways that some of my cousins and family are growing up right now in Zimbabwe still facing the same struggles. And then I have conversations with people in the West, myself included, because like I said, I fell victim to this. We complain all the time. Why privilege this? Why privilege that? How dare white people even speak about the fact that Will Smith punched um, Chris Rock at the Oscars? This is just... Uh, a black issue that white people shouldn't be talking about. I don't have a job because of white privilege. I'm not a manager because of white privilege. I don't earn this much money because of white privilege. I would just like to remind you that truly perspective is everything, right? So let's, let me bring a different perspective to this conversation. In the UK at 16 years old, whether you are black or white or Asian or mixed, you are legally able to get a job. Most 16-year-olds arguably have a job. They either work in McDonald's, in Primark, whatever they do, it's a job. Even if it's the paper round, which I started off with actually the paper round, I was earning something ridiculous, like three pounds. But at that age, in comparison to someone of the same age living in Zimbabwe, I have cousins, I have people that I know in Zimbabwe that at age 16, 
after finishing their all levels or GCSEs, they have no choice, especially if they're girls, but to get married because their parents have done the best that they can. They no longer have enough money to send them to school so that they can, you know, achieve far greater than they're currently where they currently are at. So the next plausible explanation or choice for them is to marry them off. We don't dream in Western society of 16 year olds being married. At 17 years old, you can get a driving license and fund your drive. You can get drive driving license and fund your driving lessons with the money you're making part time in Zimbabwe. <laughs> Ain't no such thing. I'm saddened by how much we complain, especially black people, that we play ourselves victims. This is the part that I don't like about this white privilege conversation, that black people, we cry victim. This is not to say that there hasn't been genuine racial injustice against us, but for the most part, I feel we just complain and cry victim. We live in this decade where there is the internet, we have unlimited information at the at, right on our fingertips I remember speaking to a bunch of a group of 16 year olds 17 year olds they were telling me that during the first lockdown they researched cryptocurrency they learned about cryptocurrency from YouTube videos and they actually were trading quite well in those currencies do you know the last time I visited Zimbabwe in 2018 when I was buying phone credit so I could use it to be on the internet and on social media and call and text, I bought $10 worth of phone credit. My family members told me, hey, don't buy that much at once because then people will become suspicious of you because most people, in fact, all people in that area can really only afford to buy $1 worth of phone credit. So me, when I buy $10 worth of phone credit, I'm signaling to them that I'm rich, I have money. So therefore, I'm a target for um, robberies, theft, things like that. Even the person that served me the $10 worth of phone credit, they even had to ask, like, $10? You want $10? I even remember one time when I was, I was, on, the phone, I was on a phone call with a family member, and I said to her, oh, could you please hold on? And everyone around me laughed and, I was, and I'm thinking why are you guys laughing I went back on my phone call and this person had hung up on me and I complained like why did they hang up I said hold on not hang up then the family that was around me that was laughing said Sislanda this is Zimbabwe <laughs> when you say hold on and we have to stay on the line you're wasting our, our credit you're wasting our phone credit our minutes our airtime we can't afford to be holding on to the phone for five seconds without actual conversation. That is a waste of our money. Whereas here in the UK for £10 a month, you get unlimited text, unlimited data, unlimited calls, minutes. <laughs> but yet all we do, complain about white privilege. Also, do you know how I know? that we overemphasize and exaggerate white, the white privilege in our lives as a, as, as a source of blaming everything wrong with our lives. Tell me why, why is it out of all the ethnic groups in the UK, black households have the highest rate of single parents? How are you going to blame that one on white privilege? 
because the Asians, they're doing really well. They still have, of course, a percentage of single parents, but not in comparison to black people. How can we blame the white man for the fact that our fathers are leaving homes, that men are leaving homes? How can we blame the white man that black women do not do so well and to some extent in choosing the right people to have children with? Because if we all chose the right people, then we would have better households because we would know that we've chosen a man that is able to stay at home and be a father to his children. And you know that once you remove a father from the house, that house faces more challenges compared to a two-parent household. Tell me why is it that black people in the UK commit three times more crime in comparison to our, to our population in the UK? For our population within the UK, we commit way more crime than we should. Why? Yeah, we can say the government and yes, the systems and all of that. But this is why I mentioned the accept pillar where we say we take personal responsibility and ownerships of our ownership of our own life. We cannot keep blaming white privilege for the fact that our children are on the streets committing crime. We cannot blame white privilege for the fact that we have the highest rate of single, ha single parent household in, that, in our nation. Come on. Do you know what? Another th another issue with white privilege or always blaming privilege, it absorbs you of personal responsibility. If white people are always the issue, if white privilege is always the issue, then we, we never have to look at ourselves and question ourselves and reflect, what part am I playing? And how can I be a solution to this issue? Do you know how many people in Zimbabwe right now they would rather come to the UK and face the struggle of racism than face the struggle of extreme poverty that they're living in I know families who have who rent one room a mother a father their two, two children they rent one room that one room is their living room their dining room their bedroom their kitchen if I offered that family the opportunity to come live in the UK, do you know they would rush with quickness? They would rather face the battle of racism and white privilege than the battle of sharing to share one room as a family. And I'm bringing this up to just say perspective is everything. Everyone in this world is privileged in one way or the other. You are privileged by the fact that you live in the UK. You are privileged by the fact that you live in Western society. You are privileged by the fact that you have unlimited access to internet. I can get on the train, on the bus, in McDonald's and get free Wi-Fi instantly. In Zimbabwe, Wi-Fi is a luxury. When a household has a Wi-Fi, it is a luxury. So we're constantly complaining, I'm limited because I'm black, I can't do this because I'm black, you're hating on me because I'm black, but you forget to count your own privileges and blessings. How about taking advantage of the privileges that you have in this nation? What are we doing with the privileges that we have by the fact that we have electricity 24-7? 
by the fact that we have clean water 24-7, by the fact that we have internet 24-7, by the fact that we don't have to get married at age 16, 17, 18 because we can't afford to go to school. What are we doing about that? We've never lived in, in this age that we live in. It's much easier for people to become wealthy than it was a century ago. What are we doing with this privilege that we have? And so I can no longer complain about white privilege. When I finally listened to my grandmother who said, do not forget where you come from. Because when I remember where I come from, boy, am I grateful to be living in this nation. We are all privileged in one way or another. Stop victimizing yourself. Stop victimizing yourself. You have your very own privilege. It doesn't matter whether you're black, white or Asian, you have your very own privilege. Even in Zimbabwe, the family that has to share one bedroom, to an extent they're even more privileged than another person who has to live on the streets. That's privilege having a roof over your head. And wow, I, I had to share a bedroom floor with three other people that was privileged at least i had a roof over my head at least i had a floor to sleep on some people i saw them in in, in the town in the capital city um and the, all they could do was sleep on a cardboard maybe on the hard floor full of dirt it's important that we gain perspective We are all, each person in this world has their own privileges and their own limitations. And I see it this way. You better thank God for the privileges that you have. Use them to your advantage. Use them with integrity and do your best to overcome your limitations. We victimize ourselves way too much. I know people that say I'm single because men don't like black women. I'm single because men don't like dark skinned women. We're at the bottom of the social beauty hierarchy. I guarantee you that the fact that you're black or dark-skinned woman does not even enter the top 10 reasons as to why you are single. But you see, we will use other people, the systems, to victimize ourselves and absorb ourselves from personal responsibility. This is why I'm saying it's a myth. We over-exaggerated. We over-exaggerate the, 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 the part that these privileges play in our lives. Do you also know why I argue that it's a myth? Because if I ask all of you right now to say in the comments, type the top three things that you need to start doing today to improve yourself and your life. Just three, your top three that you know if you started implementing them today, a month, two months, six months, a year from now, your life would look drastically different. You would feel and look drastically different because you've implemented those three things. I guarantee you that no one would say, I need white people to stop being racist as the top three things, as one of the top three things they need to start implementing in their lives today. It would probably be things like, I need to stop procrastinating, I need to stop being lazy, I need to study more, I need to do that course so that I can be I can be able to apply for that managerial role. It can be, I need to be a better father, I need to be more present in my household. It can be, I need to spend more time with my family, I need to work out more and be healthier. If you don't require white people to stop being racist as one of the top three ways to improve your life today, 
then you have then that means we have over exaggerated the part that that system that white system or structure white privilege plays in our lives a lot of us we are unhappy with ourselves we are unhappy with our lives not because of how limited we are by our skin color or by or whatever other things that we see as limitations but because of the choices that we make because we refuse to take personal responsibility it becomes easier to blame systems and structures even this whole pretty privilege argument like I said, I'm not saying there isn't a, but it's a psychologically well-known thing. You know, the halo effect where people are biased towards um, attractive people. I know the fact. But can I tell you something that I learned about myself? Because I used to victimize myself. Oh, wow, pretty privileged. I don't get all these like little nice streets because, you know, I'm not that pretty. Because, you know, my friends get all these nice treatments or I hear of all these girls getting these nice treatments from men or whatever, getting free coffees because, you know, they're pretty, whatever. And I'm not pretty. Now, listen, I know I'm not the most beautiful woman in the world, according to the beauty standards or the social beauty hierarchy. I understand that. But I also know that I'm a beautiful woman, regardless of where I fit on that hierarchy. I still know I'm a beautiful woman. But do you know what changed? I realized that I wasn't getting this so-called, I wasn't benefiting from this so-called pretty privileges because of how I carried myself. I walked out of the house looking a little bit, you know, not rough <laughs> to say the least. I didn't carry myself with the respect and confidence. I did not exude a woman who respected herself, who demanded respect. I, I was, I didn't, I didn't really have the most um, welcoming and warm um, energy and spirit about me. I wasn't one of the people that would smile at people and greet them and be friendly, be warm, be approachable. Now that I've started doing more of that, I. I benefit from the so-called pretty privileges. And it's not even because my looks changed. My looks have remained the same. It's just the way I carry myself has changed. And so I realized I was busy blaming pretty privilege for the reason why I don't have certain benefits in my life when really and truly it was my fault. I'm just saying that it is worth reflecting and asking yourself what part are you playing in the demise of your own life what part are you playing in your own unhappiness unsatisfaction discontentment so i shared this part on instagram and i had a few people in my dms um debating with me about this but i honestly stand by this i know how thus far society has defined privilege but the truth is, true, real, true privilege is not found in your skin color, in your beauty, or in your wealth. True privilege is how wholesome and fulfilled you are as a person. True privilege is how wholesome and fulfilled you are as a person. I have spoken with white men and women who are 60, 70, 80 years old, double and more than my age. What good is their white privilege when at the end of the day, 
their 80 year old people still so broken. I sit across them and I hear their life stories and I hear their pain, the things that they've never healed from, the brokenness that they suffer. That okay, they could walk into an office and maybe get a job quicker than I could. But what good is that job when the person within themselves is not even fulfilled at peace, whole? I consider myself more privileged because at 24 years old, black woman, I am at peace. I am wholesome compared to those 50-year-old men, 80-year-old white women who supposedly, according to society's privilege, um, you know, benefit more than I do or have a far better chance at life than I do. But when I tell you that from being abused by my own father, sexually abused by my own father, and today I speak as a proud overcomer, today I speak as a person filled with nothing but peace and wholeness and joy and assurance that I will be fine no matter what. I don't have to live a broken life. But I speak to these people that we call them privileged and they're more broken than me. I'm more privileged than them. The peace that I know that they don't know, the joy that I experience that they don't experience, I don't consider them privileged. True privilege is your peace, your wholeness, your joy. Because even people in Zimbabwe, when I go visit them, oh, it really always shifts my perspective that though they're poor, though they face greater challenges than us in many ways, they have peace, joy, happiness, contentment that the Western society lacks. They are more privileged. They are more privileged than us in the West. If you want me to talk about the wealth privilege, right? We see all these rich people, wealthy people, celebrities, or even non-celebrities, but they're still wealthy. Okay, yes, it's great, fantastic to be wealthy. Heck, I'm going to be wealthy one day. <laughs> but what good is your wealth? when it doesn't even save you from being addicted to drugs and alcohol and dying by suicide. How many celebrities do we know? How many rich people have we heard of tell us that wealth, money, it doesn't save you from pain, from trauma, from heartbreak, from not wanting to live and taking your own life? I understand the power in wealth, the privilege in many ways that it brings into people's lives and I respect it and I appreciate it. But what good is all that wealth and all that privilege when the man and the woman within is not at peace? When the man and the woman within is at war with himself or herself? True privilege is how whole you are. This is why today I say as a black woman, I am more privileged than a lot of white people. <laughs> Stop victimizing yourself. Stop victimizing yourself. I'm poor. I'm black. I'm dark skinned. I'm ugly. I live in ends. Stop victimizing yourself. This life will never be equal. This society will never be equal. Equality is a myth. There's no such thing as equality. We're all going to have privileges. We're all going to have limitations. 
nothing in this life will ever be equal. We don't get equal opportunities. We don't get equal incomes. We don't get equal outcomes. That's just how life is. Instead of wishing, hoping, complaining that your life looks a certain way, look at the life you have now and list all your limitations and find solutions to overcome them. List the part that you have played in those limitations and find solutions to overcome them. List your privileges and use those privileges to your advantage and also use them with integrity. We are all privileged, we are all limited. but we must stop victimizing ourselves. Accept, despite people and circumstances, it is your choice to overcome. Your privilege does not lie in your skin color. Your privilege does not lie in your beauty. Your privilege does not lie in your wealth. True ultimate privilege lies in how wholesome you are as an individual lies in the peace, the joy, the contentment that you experience within. That despite people and circumstances, you know that you can still be wholesome. You know that you can still live a joyous life filled with peace and love. So today I urge you Reflect, ask yourself, how have I been playing a part in the demise of my own life? Where have I blamed other people, systems, structures and society for my own unhappiness? Now I know I brought to the table a very different, challenging perspective and in no way, shape or form do I expect everyone to agree. So I'm looking forward to all of your comments discussions, debates, whether you agree or disagree, leave a comment under this episode or you can DM me on Instagram at CJ. All the links will be in the description box. Thank you.